This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down the things each week to make you say the thing. That's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Eli Uden. There's no Kath. Kath isn't here. She's incapacitated. She uh, she was hit. She was hit by. She was walking through an outdoor gym, and she was struck by a medicine ball, and laid out. And she's in a coma from the medicine ball. So she was testing a. Uh, <laughs> she was testing a rocket car in the Alkali Flats uh, in the desert, and uh, there was a horrible accident. She yeah, was she trying panicked. to break the land speed record. Yeah, she she thought out there was a tunnel. She was going at. She was, had just broken the land speed record and was attempting to go into a tunnel that, unfortunately, was simply painted onto a mountain. It was not a tunnel at all. She pancaked herself. Uh, she is alive though. <laughs> Somehow she lived. It's a miracle. But yeah, um, she's fine. She's floating in a jar in the hospital. In she's that- fine. She's she's just in a bad mood. She didn't, <laughs> she, didn't she didn't feel up to it after that. It's embar- she's embarrassed. Yeah, she said she had a rough week because she cra- crashed her rocket car in the Alkali Flats, so she wasn't feeling up to it. But we do have a replacement who we're I, now. Now it's more fun to keep this riff going because I think he doesn't want to talk until it's over. And so now just just <laughs> living in a prison. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you want me to talk? I, I actually heard Kath found a piece of blue gum on the sidewalk and yes. then swelled to 10 times her size. Mm-hmm. And she's currently yeah, they, being had to, they had to juice her out at the hospital. This is this one hospital That's that has both tanks and a juicer. It's a special hospital for Kath. It's just for Kath. <laughs> it is. And yeah. the trouble she gets herself into. They're yeah. used. I mean, Barbadoro sounds close enough yeah. to Beauregard. It's Violet like Barbadoro, thing, basically. That does sound. That's a Road Doll ass yeah. name. That is. That's for for sure. That <laughs> and uh, you'll, you'll forgive yeah. me. Yeah. It's uh, Barbadoro. <laughs> Good, a classic soundboard. But uh, speaking of Road Road Doll, have you guys seen the the, the witches thing? The movie, the the teasers. I was like, I thought that was gonna be intro of the guest. Let's just let's get the we can. Get, no, hey, we won't uh, introduce him. <laughs> we'll. We'll introduce him once he's earned it. We have uh, we have comedian, uh, co-host of the Block Party podcast, and uh, I guess semi-pro uh, Tony Hawk player, uh, uh, John aspiring speedrunner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, hey, guys! Thanks for thanks for having me on the show. Oh wow! And a yeah. full round of applause. And that's appreciated. This? Guys, this is the I, I'm I'm oh. <laughs> Yeah, true. So true. This is a dude's rock. This is this a dude's, is a dude's rock, rock production. And, uh, What's better than this? <laughs> Guys being dudes. <laughs> Damn, dude. Where'd you find this other dude? That's us. <laughs> this is the uh, we're the failed cast of uh, Impractical <laughs> yeah. Jokers. This is the my yeah, dream. We're two <laughs> the other the other guys. Funny. Come on, the other three dudes. Yeah, 
My dream was to be Sal Volcano. You guys aren't hysterically laughing enough at everything. That's not. That's yeah. that. People come to see you guys laugh for True. 45 minutes straight and not get mad at how good your life seems to be. That's a oh, way. Is that just me dealing with that? Okay, never. Yeah. Mind. <laughs> I, I've never seen an episode of Impractical Jokers. I think I'm almost afraid to to watch it because, like, by nature, pranks like probably at least one of them is going to be kind of funny, and that's going to make me mad at myself that I'm like really that I'm enjoying it. I don't know. I uh, I've seen like. At least like four or five seasons. You said that as if you could accidentally watch four or five seasons. What you're trying to say is you watch Impractical Jokers. Well, no. So the reason I said it like that is because I live in That's the only show you have. And so we don't always get... Yeah, exactly. And we finally got it. It's just we wait until the CBC gets a show in rotation, and then we have to try and watch it all in a row. Uh, But yeah, we only... Like, I can only get... I mean, I could pay for the seasons, but in terms of like... On Netflix, I think we oh. only have up to like season four. So you guys haven't so found out who killed that. Sal yet. That was the big cliffhanger at the end mm-hmm. of season four. No, we haven't. Sal hasn't even. Got, he's not even sick yet. He gets sick so from it's, that prank. It's and crazy. Then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it's all over. So yeah, uh, that's why I said it like that. But it's a good. <laughs> it's a good. Uh, it's a good show. It's like it's just very easy to watch. Um, and yeah, like you say, Eli. I think even if you. Um, you know, don't necessarily love all the guys or whatever. Uh, you know, pranks are pretty funny. It's just guys being dudes committing, committing pranks. That makes it's, it sound so you know, serious. It's pretty good. Now, now I have You've not committed seen... a grave prank. <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> I've not seen much of it. Um, I've seen it mostly like in in a bar on the TV with like the sound off. That's yeah. I think my, my most extended viewing of Impractical Jokers. I, th- I think I, I, got... I have no objection okay. to it. It's just that I, I just. Haven't come across. I don't. I guess True TV is not on my surfing sort of rotation, but it seems like a lot of these jokes. Now, look, I don't know if this is tread ground or not. Are pretty practical. They're not that impractical. Like it seems like they're Shelby, not. Can that we elaborate. cut that out? <laughs> Shelby, let's remove that. I don't. Want, I don't want to get. I don't want to get in any hot hot water. Yeah, Patty, I think you need to stop going to Murph's bar. I mean, I think that's really the. You got to stop going to the bar that Murph owns. Then you won't have to worry about seeing. God, I bet he does show. I don't know. I feel like I, I saw like I think I saw a bit of Impractical Jokers when I was like getting inoculated for something. Like that's like just like on one of these like weird TVs in a doctor's office. I think, yeah, maybe when I was getting one of my COVID tests. That's how they advertise it. Three minutes of Impractical Jokers. It's the anti-malaria. Well, that's what they gave Sal. Malaria. A lot of people have been saying this. He got bitten by a (laughs) very sick mosquito. Okay, cool. So I'm getting caught up. Maybe I'm immune. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Could be. I've heard that uh, that Sal is like an extremely nice nice dude. I feel like people. I feel like people who know him from from comedy in New York. He does shows around the city, and he seems like yeah, everyone. Yeah, he he. I mean, he at least occasionally does shows around the city, and he's. yeah, he seems like a good dude. Yeah, yeah, I did a show with him once, and he's, you know, it's like storytelling. And it's, I'm not saying that in like a diminutive way, but I don't know why we're just talking extensively about impractical jokers at the beginning of the podcast. But yeah, this in mean, itself is an impractical joke right here. This is mm-hmm. it on the listener. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> about the trailer for The Witches. <laughs> Get back to that. Yeah. What's up? Um, what's up? What I'm just trying to remember, like the the book. Why does Anne Hath, who's the main witch or whatever, why does she have Joker scars? It's that's so new. Weird. That's new to why me. Why the fuck would you add that? I don't know. 
Um, That's such a specific, weird reference. It seems like a very easy tell for who's a witch. It's like, what's with all these women that have the uh, Glasgow smiles? Like, you know, because in the the book, they have the square toes and they're bald. And I think they have like weird fingernails. I can't remember all the details, but like, and they have purple eyes, I think. Right. But you can cover most of those and it's not like obvious. But yeah, if you have like shit on your face, like, I mean, like, you know, hey, you you got the weird face. You guys are all, you know, part of the bad thing. You don't have to be a witch at all. I, I, if I just saw my child talking to anyone with a fucking Chelsea grin, I'd be like, hey, come over here. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I yeah, don't know what this? that person's doing. but Maybe don't not... take any candy from this person. Yeah, yeah like, let's just... And, like, also the whole thing is, like, because the, they come in and it's a hotel or something, so they're supposed to be like, oh, they're fine. And I think that takes away from it where it's, like, anybody that is led by someone with a prominent Chelsea grin, you know, they'd be like... Can I do like a background check on you or something? You know, you have to at least tell me how you got that. Like, you don't have to do a full background check, but you need to tell me how you got a Chelsea grin. Like, are you a hooligan? Are you secretly a soccer hooligan? Oh, is it Thanks. just Anne Hathaway that has the that has the scars, or is it everybody? It seems to just be her. Uh, okay, I take I take back what I said before. I apologize, everyone. Um, but I, I I gotta watch the movie just to find out if they explain it or not. She's the Joker's wife. I gotta look this up. I don't. It's, I don't um, well, it'll be out in Canada in like four or five years. You can check it out. It's <laughs> right. Got it. Oh, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, they brought him out of retirement. Uh, this is being, I think, cool. put on streaming. I think. Um, not that anything's coming out in theaters. Okay, so it's it. not around here, and and basically not in the world because if it can't come out here, they're not putting yeah. it out anywhere else. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think reactions were mixed. I think is how most people. Okay, I'm seeing. I'm seeing it now. Yeah, the witches was. I was a big Roald Doll guy, but I don't know that I ever read the witches. I, I'm like maybe I did, but it's not one that like sticks out in my memory in the way that like the BFG or James and the Giant Peach or it's Charlie no and BFG. The that's for guys. sure. But what I mean, is? What yeah. is? I mean, and yeah. what is it's, exactly? I mean, it's, pre- it's pretty good. I remember when I was a kid, it was actually kind of legit scary. There's like the parts where. Yeah. They give you all the lore, and it's like the gra- It's like in the voice of the grandma speaking, say, telling you, telling you like you know, like if you see X Y Z, like run, you know, and like he gets the kid gets caught in a tree, um, by like a lady who's offering. Yeah, you know, there's a little, there's little parts that are definitely creepy for sure. Um, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it could be fun to watch. I, I don't know. I mean, the original was was a pretty good adaptation. I think most people tend to agree. Um, Angelica Houston is pretty tough to beat as Grand High Witch. Yeah. Totally. Oh, they already made it. This isn't the yeah. first one in the nineties. Yeah, nineteen ninety, and, and also the, the, the guy from the hotel yeah. who's Stanley Tucci in the new one was uh, Mr. Bean himself, Ron Atkinson. So, that's oh tough wow, to, I was gonna be like, to be how do you well. beat Stanley Tucci? You bring out the Bean. You bring out call the bean. up, call his hotline, call that's the Bean line, him. get him in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Angelica Houston. She's. I mean, that's her whole career. Feels like is like kind of vaguely threatening, creepy. Wasn't she? Wasn't she? Wasn't she uh, Morticia Adams? She was something. Yeah, she got that locked mm-hmm. down. The like. I think the thing with her too is she's like also like mm-hmm. hot, like beautiful. So it's like so she's like scary, but like it, when you're a kid, you, you're yeah. like also kind of horny. So it's like a weird. It's like a weird combo of. I'm scared, but I'm turned on. And she this she, is, she and brings like people this, into you know? you know some of the complicated emotions of adulthood. 
by by being scary and horny. Yeah, precise in road doll movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's your introduction. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I would take it. I would say yeah. The Adams Family. I was only like eight when the Adams Family came out, so like it wasn't really applicable. But like the Adams, like Morticia and Gomez Adams are like insanely horny in those movies. It's like over the top. Yeah. So it is kind of like yeah. all right. Like this is not. This is weird for looking back as like a kids thing. Um, yeah, they. Who's Gomez yes, again? It's Raul Julia, right? Yeah, they they, they yeah. just replaced in the Adam Stanley. It feels like they just they just replaced having sex with dipping Morticia. Like that's what it always leads <laughs> up to. Like her her like come moment is when <laughs> right. go, he dips her, and then they're like, oh, because they can't you know get in there and show. Whoa! It. But <laughs> I mean, it's close enough to sex, right? Intimate. Dipping. I mean, you're basically you're like. You know, if you're talking degrees, it's like, you know, the degree angle. I mean, you're close yeah, enough yeah. to both. Let's bring it back. You Let's bring back another... the, dip, the dip kiss and the triumphant moment. We haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. yeah. We go back um, to the classics. True. You see, if, true. You see, if you see another man dip in your wife, that's fighting. That's fighting yeah. acts. So it's pretty intimate, <laughs> I would say. You know, if she's just dancing, true. you know, live your life and have a good time. But if, uh, if he dips her, you got to get over there. You got to go over there, get into it. That's a big problem. I yeah, for sure. I could see mm-hmm. that definitely. That's an issue. For, I hang out on a lot of uh, uh, honky tonks, so this is a big issue for me and my <laughs> non-existent <laughs> wife. Is uh, strangers dipping my wife? Well, I've heard that those are the. That's the only thing that's open, right? That was oh, the yeah. Kid Rock's all, honky yeah. tonk. People right? are going that's hog like wild. The only uh, that's the only thing that's and open in America. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's all and, good to go. Uh, yeah, those places dude, are really fun, but that's yeah. not a place I want to go to get the disease. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, dude, Kid, Kid, Rock, Kid yeah, Rock's honky yeah. tonk probably fucking rules. Probably a great time. Like that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, don't see how it would be bad. Yeah, make fun of the Kid Rock cruise. I'm like. I would probably go on the Kid Rock cruise. That would be. You're talking about the uh, chilling the most cruise. Chilling the most cruise. Okay. I I think it sounds like a chilling the most. I will not apologize for that. I also it's like, who else is on? Who does he bring other people on it with? Like who else is on the chilling? I don't think he even performs. Like barely. I think you just hang out. All right. Let's look in. Let's look into this here. I mean, Kid Rock probably DJs because he was a. That's the thing other people don't know about Kid Rock is he was like a serious dj in detroit like he was like a turntablist you're like so oh i like this calypso vibe i know my my ex's parents went on the and and patty sorry (laughs) if this is triggering to you but they went on the they went on the train (laughs) cruise (laughs) and uh it was like it was really funny because, or at least to me, I, like I feel like if you're a band and you're doing a cruise, it would make sense that you would, you know, bring other. Like, why wouldn't you bring Five for Fighting <laughs> if you're trained, you know, or Lighthouse or like or Lifehouse or like you know, bring a bring another band with you. But nope, Train just performs yeah. three uh, did times. I, did, did they see Anthony DeVito on there? I think he did comedy on the Train. Yeah, cruise. Anthony DeVito did. Do, he has a, he has oh, a great, really? He's, fr- he's friends with with Pat Monahan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm th- I mean, I'm sure they did. Yeah. I just I remember them explaining like I think train they do they do like one it's like one mid-afternoon set where it's like kind of just like chill and like low key and then they like I don't know if it's like all acoustic Curated or something sets, I'm not sure. Tiny desk and then they in do the Yes. Big time. Yeah, they do like a tiny desk in the afternoon and then I think they do another set that's like a kind of like an MTV storytellers style set and then the last night 
they do their like big production with like oh, yeah. pyro and all that. Or, well, I don't know if they have pyro, their train, but you know what I mean. That's when they that's when they pull out all <laughs> the stops is on the train. last night. I'm the guy. Who, I'm the guy. Who, <clears throat> yeah, that's where that's where a lot of the dipping yeah, yeah. happens. I'm the guy who shows I mean. up to the train crews and then gets angry and confused that it's a boat. I assume that it was some sort of true water train. <laughs> They should do just, just getting really the, mad that they don't have a coffee bar. It's like, how am I supposed to get the best soy latte that you ever had if I can't even get? <laughs> yeah, I, I. How do you not do? They should do just just to have done it. They should do like a train show. Like they oh, should do train. like a a show I mean, on the yeah. fucking Orient Express or whatever. That's the only train I can think of. That and the Polar Express. <laughs> That's the only one. There's, There's three trains. <laughs> Well, they don't want to go on the Orient Express because people yeah. always get murdered on there. And subsequently, that is ironically what and I heard. She was murdered on the Orient Express. Murder most foul. Kath can't. Yeah. But don't worry. Her cool paro <laughs> is on the case. We're going to find out who did it. Kath's dead, but we're going to find out who did it. So she can be rest assured. Of the podcast, it may have been it may have been the wealthy dowager. It may have been the rakish uh, uh, con artist. We don't know yet. We'll find out. Yeah, it, m- it might have been the lead yeah. singer of Train. I mean, yeah. who knows? Yeah, train performing on a train. They can just busk in like the cafe car of an Acela. That's pretty much as you know. It's not really yeah. it's like, technically true. Technically true. You know. It's, so, it's, so 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 I got the Kid Rock lineup from last year. Um, and it's not the it's not a cruise uh, at least as of 2019 it was the Kid Rock's chilling the most flying high island jam so we're tacking he on just has an island now. hat on a hat um, it was at the Hard Rock in so it's like an all inclusive thing you go to yeah you it's, go it's to at like the Hard Rock in Punta Cana Hard Rock Hotel and Casino very important so you can lose okay. all your money while you're doing this. Um, I mean, to me, that sounds better. Sorry to interrupt, but that sounds better to me than a oh, cruise, yeah. personally. I don't like I, I, like if you can go to a resort and enjoy because because then you can stay for like a week. I mean, you can obviously stay on a cruise for a week, too. But, you know, I feel like a resort is a more fun vibe. I mean, I think if you're on a cruise, at least once during the cruise, you're thinking about if you're going to sink. Like, even if you're the most carefree person in the world, there's oh, a moment yeah. where you're like, I hope I sure hope this boat doesn't sink. I don't. I don't know if I'd go on a cruise. I don't know. I, well, especially now. Uh, yeah, I personally, I think. I mean, I was already kind of iffy on them. I mean, they're, they're kind of fun conceptually. <laughs> the idea of like a little floating city, you know, because like that's the, I, then, the with those big cruises. It's like it basically is being on a resort, only it's floating. But like, yeah, I think I'm good. Um, yeah, it's like well, people are like it's such a big boat. You, it's yeah. not even it doesn't even feel like you're on the water. It's like well, then why are you on the water? Just go hang out in a hotel. <laughs> yeah, why are you bringing this extra <laughs> variable gym. of of we might yeah, play, sing. play shuffleboard yeah. at the we might get attacked by pirates uh, it's like yeah it's yeah. like it's just like being in a hotel except it's more cramped and you might throw up and it's like i don't can and if anyone on the boat gets sick guess what <laughs> you're fucked you're you're also sick. sick everyone is sick if one person gets norwalk hey guess what you're about to burn yeah, a day of I your feel vacation like, i feel puking like and the view, like they're probably like oh it's a beautiful view but it's probably pretty boring because how many times are you gonna look at water it's just there's yeah, no fucking mountains or anything. I'd rather go to a. You know what? I think it's an age thing. I think it's like you know we're all in our thirties. I think like you just wake up one day and you go, oh, you know what would be fun actually, <laughs> yeah. a cruise. And you don't know when it's gonna happen, but it just yeah, you're in your fifties. You wake up one day and you're like, I think there's I the, the get fucking on the boat. cruise the 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 cruise business big cruise. 
they have inceptors. They have people who inception the idea of going on a cruise into elderly people's heads. They, yeah, they've shoved they them must. whatever it is like backwards off a bridge into water, and then they just wake up and they're like, "I need to, I need to call Royal Caribbean and make a reservation to go." <laughs> float around <laughs> and i like tom cruise by the way well it is always too like mm, yeah. yeah yeah good guy nice. tom cruise. I, I feel like when you go one thing that when you uh like i feel like whenever people go on cruises too they they always it's they'll always try to convince you that it was so good and always the way they do that is just by talking about how much yeah. food there is like that's always the thing it's never like Oh man, you're on a boat, so you get access to these like insane views that you would never get if you weren't on a boat or what. It's never that. It's like, oh, you could you can eat at any any time you want. You could just at two a.m. if you're if you want a lobster burger, they'll make yeah. it for you. It's you just know, it's just crazy, and you're like, maybe just, that's the cruise yeah, is just exactly. just it's to do enough to be in a weird enough of a situation that you're allowed to eat like an absolute animal, and it's like, yeah, it was a cruise. Yeah, I honestly think that's yeah, the appeal even for if, a lot if you of were, people. If you were in a land hotel you couldn't eat like that without feeling guilty but for some reason you're like we're on the water it's like an international waters thing it was like there's no schedule there's no laws i can eat constantly totally gain 45 pounds which you think do you think they plan for that on the cruise i mean i'm sure that there's there you know <laughs> they've got long like uh, uh you know like <laughs> like a big a lot of breathing room but they're like well everyone's gonna gain about 25 pounds oh god everyone got floating. too fat and now <laughs> we're sinking sink. um uh-oh uh i like that pat uh like willfully remained silent because we wouldn't let him announce the kid rock chilling the most well, oh yeah line. sorry and we went on a four-minute adventure. No, it's fine. Uh, there's not much to say, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't recognize most of these acts. I will admit I'm not really in the target audience for most of this stuff. Um, I think not it's a lot of country-ish uh, guys. Right. Um, I can't tell. I guess it's an order of like most famous to least famous, but but I haven't heard of the top three. Uh, I think I've heard of Jamie Johnson, but I'm not familiar. Cadillac 3. A thousand horses. Cadillac Jamie three. Johnson, I think, was the lead singer of of Hate Breed. I believe Jamie is that Johnson. for real? No, no, that's that's a joke. I know, for I mean, I know Hate Breed. The lead singer of Hate. The lead singer of Hate Breed is oh, Jamie okay. Josta. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is either <laughs> this is either very specific new metal knowledge or a very specific new metal joke. <laughs> I was just gonna wait and see which one it was. Both. It's a combo uh-huh. of both, and you will have. Yeah, I I, I would get. I'll put it at two mm. to seven people. I had a I had a, call, that, I have a college roommate joke. who was a big uh, a big Earth Crisis guy. Are you familiar with Earth Crisis? Okay. Earth Crisis. Uh, I a little bit, yeah. I mean, no, they're not really. They're new like metal. A, they're like a hardcore, uh, like like eco, like you know, they're very green. They're like save the planet kind like of eco terrorists. Uh, but yeah. from like yeah, like this is like would be yeah. like the late nineties. Anyway, um, most of these other guys I don't know, but the big the big headliner for me is Lit. Oh, oh baby, Lit. Yeah. Rules. Lit. Fun fact about Lit that I just learned uh, from my doing my new metal podcast: uh, the the lead singer of the band uh-huh. Orgy uh, sold the name Lit to Lit. <laughs> really, that's what? pretty good. He had like a <laughs> trademark on yeah. it. 
I don't know. We just we read this Rolling Stone profile of Orgy from like 1999, and they seem very insufferable. Yeah. And the lead singer in particular seems like a real businessman. His dad was in the industry. <laughs> I like you you just thing. used as if businessman they, was a was a stand-in for the word asshole. You're like he's a real businessman. If you know what yes. I mean? Well, <laughs> yes. Well, yes, exactly. In the music industry, I think, I think people yeah, get I think it. People do get it. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're the lead singer of a band named Orgy playing new metal music, yeah. like theoretically you should be just yeah. like a bum. But he was yeah. like, you know, and so, yeah, it just it, they don't really offer many details. It's kind of like a throwaway sentence in the article, but it was just so insane of like, so it's just a regular word that everyone knows. Like, it's not like it was some weird combination of words that you wouldn't normally yeah. put together that that he put together and then they were like you know like lit is just a word that we use all the time and uh but yeah it was like they lit bought the name lit yeah, how do you even market like how Jay do you Gordon. own the, yeah it must <laughs> be some really, trademark it, it, it really it really makes it like it makes it much more calculated seeming that uh Orgy's like only hit was just a New Order like cover. It was like, oh yeah, here's a good song that someone else yes. did that we're gonna do like a sort of metally co- industrial cover of. And it's like, yeah, okay, I just like the other one too. All right, well, yep, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they that was how they they're a very cynical band. That that was how they decided to sound like that was so they were already like kind of making new metal music, and then Jay Gordon heard Blue Monday for the first time, and he was like, this is a kick-ass song. We should make it worse. We should cover it, and also our, our band <laughs> should sound like this. Yeah. Very I mean, cool. And, so, say, like, and, then, and then here so we are. People you know? like who are like, oh, you know, like uh, they, uh, not a lot of people, but like I guess like old conservatives like clutch their pearls or about like that music is filthy, you know, like when like WAP came out or whatever. Um, I don't know if anyone calls it WAP. <laughs> In my head, that's what I've called it. It's got uh, calling it WAP. Yeah, yeah. it's like that. I'm yeah. glad that you can't just be a shitty new metal band with just like a vaguely offensive name and just sort of get airplay off of that. Like the word orgy is so well, not even really offensive, <clears throat> but I'm sure that like they just naturally got like coverage for people to listen to. I've I will say I've never listened to orgy. They might be great. I well. Okay, they, well, they're not, but um, they uh, they well, the funny part about them is that they insist that the name has no sexual connotation and that they named the band orgy because uh, their music is like an orgy of style. That is a sentence I would walk so away like, from someone saying at a party. I would <laughs> walk out. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I t- I'm telling you, these guys are they seem like insufferable yeah. guys. And yeah, so that was like literally their... It, his explanation was yeah it's like we've got metal we've got industrial we've got electro you know but like it's an orgy of influences and 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 he they try to act surprised in interview like oh it's kind of crazy that like people are mad about the name like it's not even sexual it's yeah. like, but what the fuck? yes it but is because they, if they're saying it's like oh it's like an orgy of influences yes, like, of yeah it's like all the influences are fucking and sucking each other in a room that's still sexual <laughs> yes. why is everyone so uptight um <laughs> Yeah, why are you guys so uptight about our name? <laughs> okay. Fucking dick suck. Well, I, I, have a, I have a crazy 69. fact about Jay Gordon from the Wikipedia uh, here. Are you just okay, calling Jay Gordon's go. Wikipedia? Yeah, man. Uh, so the, the so Jay, Jay Gordon, the lead singer of the band Orgy, uh, who's their their first release, Candy Ass, featured the cover of Blue Monday, which is probably the main song anyone's heard by yes. Orgy. Um, he did True. the voice of J. Jonah Jameson in the first two Spider-Man video games. The, the like 
Which ones? 2002, the 2002 Spider-Man, the 2004 Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Oh, shit. I definitely have heard him then. I have never heard an orgy song, but I've yeah. heard their front man, BJ Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a very grovelly voice, and he said it's because uh, he... Grovelly uh, or gravelly? Like, his vocal cords got like gravelly. Uh, gravelly. He's gravelly always begging be, you. He's, yeah, he's like, he's like Gil it. from The oh, Simpsons. Yeah. I'm J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, exactly. Step on my neck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, a combo yeah. of both. And uh, so, yeah, he said that it was because he had like surgery on his vocal cords when he was a teenager from from screaming oh. too much as like the lead cool. singer of a band. How much you have to scream? And then I know about he, that surgery. He said, you get that as a teenager? Well, I mean, he, this guy's so full of shit. Yeah. Nah, he's full <laughs> of shit. But he was he was saying that uh, he used to have like a three octave range. He's like, oh yeah, I could I was sing basically like, like Mariah Carey before this. He literally said that in an interview that he was like <laughs> Freddie Mercury, that he had the r- a range like Freddie Mercury, but then his vocal cords got fucked. And so now he has to sing like, how does it feel? How yeah, yeah, does I it feel to get me pictures of Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he comes back, their, their new single, Pictures of Spider-Man. Um, has anyone ever done that? would be like a fun meme of like a Nickelback photograph. Like, but it's pictures of Spider Man. Probably, someone, someone can spend a weekend putting that together for me for no reason. You know, yeah, put it together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah send, send it, to it my way. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's so such guess- bullshit. It's remarkable to be like uh, I had a, I had an unbelievable vocal range, three octaves. Yeah, that's why I yeah. only screamed and then did nope. it so much that I had to get surgery. That he <laughs> no, I don't did. have any proof, but uh, <laughs> trust me, it was pretty sick. Yeah. We didn't have recording. We didn't have any way of recording right. ourselves. This is the early. Then, this is the late know, '80s, uh, early '90s. There was no technology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We didn't have it. It wasn't. Yeah, and it, it, it's funny because it, it, the article was from '99, and it's funny how like I feel like the idea of being an industry plant didn't really exist then. So like in the in the interviews. They're just like very bold face. Like part of the interview talks about how Jay Gordon's dad like was the manager for Sly and the Family Stone and he was like involved in the music industry. And then like one of the other guys in Orgy is like, yeah, uh, you know, it's been kind of crazy because Jay is just like he's so connected. He just seems to know everybody. And we always go to these parties and he's talking to everybody. And you're like, okay, yeah, you're just saying that you're famous (laughs) because of because your your lead singer's dad was a famous. Yeah. This guy, um, but that album sold two million copies. Candy. Yeah. I mean, that was. I mean, back in those days, you could you put anything out. If it was on TRL once, you'd sell at least a million. It's a, it's a different yeah. time. True. True. You just have to go. Yeah, it was the first release on Corn's lead singer's album, or sorry, label. Um, so yeah, Jonathan Davis had his own label, and Orgy was the was the the flagship album. Yeah, got to so. go buy the full Orgy album so I can listen to a bad version of Blue Monday. I mean, that's what you had to do. I mean, you know, you yeah, had to buy the CD. Yeah, that's it. Wear out the one. I was not a I was not a CD single guy. That felt like it, I didn't have the real thing if I got the CD single. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Not everything can be a poodle hat. Not everything can be a wire to wire banger. Yeah. Like, uh, the like night sandal went crazy. Scissors. <laughs> or uh <laughs> yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan. I like the Weird Al originals. I don't even like the parodies. I just like the Night Santa went crazy, just going off. Lump oh, is great. What Lump a great is a song! Very good song. <laughs> but is that a cover? I remember Larry. That's a great original. Lump is a yeah, cover. Gump, of, uh, by, Gump yeah, is a cover. Some other band Lump wrote a song about presidents of the United States of America. No, no they wrote Gump, Lump Gump is a cover of Lump. 
They wrote oh. Lump, and then Gump was the yeah. cover of Lump. Gump sat alone. Bench in the park. A bench in the That's park. better than the first song, I think. My name is Forrest. He'd casually remark, <laughs> waiting for the bus with his hands in his pockets. He used to say life is like a box of chocolates. He's Gump. He's Gump. Yeah, he's, there are definitely a few. He's not there are a few bright. on that album, and, and Shelby's <laughs> cracking the whip, and he's right. We should get yeah, to numbers in a second. It was but, very but, funny but, to get a text from Shelby that just simply said, numbers, as you were uh, singing most of the song Gump by Weird Al. <laughs> just... Sorry, you know, you don't want me to sing Weird Al songs like, on oh, this sorry, podcast? Sorry, I just want to release a covers album of Weird Al songs because that would be real funny. John was in the bridge of of Gump, so we had to let him go. Uh, <laughs> but there, there are a few. John died on the way back to. There his are home a few planet. on that album that, like, I would almost prefer to hear the Weird Al. Like, I, I think Amish Paradise. I'd rather hear like Out at a Bar than Gangsta's Paradise at this point. Because oh, then you get the real, sure. you get the real. Like, all right, who are the real dorks? Who know who who know the Amish Paradise yeah. lyrics? Let's go. Yeah. I know oh, all yeah. the words. As I walk through the valley where I harvest Take my green, walk how long will I realize she's for? very plain? Just that, uh, yeah. But that's just perfect for an Amish like me. Fancy things, things like electricity. electricity. Look, we, like electric. we, just, we can do this. Like everyone knows I. We're lose doing it all day. Fourteen. We don't need to <laughs> go out of this yep, deep. Into exactly. It. We don't need audio proof. Yeah. All right, let's let's get going. Let's get let's get the numbers here. <laughs> let's do a podcast. <laughs> We're only thirty three yeah, minutes in. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Just do it. Just keep yeah. moving. Um, <laughs> this one comes to us. Shelby's the only one who's mad. So very very satisfying. Ten minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one comes to us from uh, from uh, JF in the Discord. Um, it, it's a. Uh, Sort of unsettling. It feels like it's on on just sort of the path we're on uh, with everything kind of being insane. Um, in India, there was a village, or there is a village, uh, where... There was a village. There was a village. I don't know. It might not be there anymore after this. Um, <laughs> there's just a video of a, a black goat just walking through a, a, this village on its hind legs, just very casually, just kind of strolling along. Um, yeah. Don't like to see it. Does not look natural. Um, unclear whether it was asking anyone if they like to live deliciously. That would yes. be. Uh, it seems like the natural <laughs> next step. Um, he was on his way to chilling. Yeah, the he, was gonna chill. he was going to chill. He was excited to see the, the Popoff brothers are back together and Lit is uh, <laughs> back to doing what they do best. Running um, into Satan on the chilling the most cruise. <laughs> just. The king, the king of Prince of Darkness himself, just the. I think it would man. be the it w- if it was going to be Satan, it would be the the Dave Grohl Satan uh, from the uh, 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 best song in the world, greatest and best song in the world yeah. video. I think the weird, the weird like all red devil that came from somewhere, the one that's like that became it just it was like at some point the devil just got really like suave, like everyone was like he has a goatee. That was the, that's funny that at some point everybody was like the devil has a little Van Dyke that's his thing, and it's like where did that come from that all of a sudden it's like all representations of the devil must have a little Van Dyke mustache and that's how you know he's evil, so yeah it's probably something racist or something or, or whatever I mean it's hard to say for sure but <laughs> it's racist um, against Dick Van Dyke <laughs> <laughs> yes it was that, that Dick Van Dyke was the first person to have that and uh, that famous thing that we all know Dick Van Dyke has yeah. Um, I was Googling Dave Grohl devil and uh, that came up obviously or Dave Grohl Satan, but there's also apparently something on Kimmel where Dave Grohl played Satan and uh, God was played by Billy Crystal in a Kangol hat. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there. Oh, that's um, not unwatchable. 
I want to see it. I got to let's look. I got to uh, look it up. Never I'll, put, I'll drop, I'll drop a link in the chat here. But yeah, uh, Dave Grohl and Billy Crystal. Billy Dave Crystal Grohl, just doing go. the jazz man voice as God. That's what we all want to hear. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Is he in blackface as God? This, this URL is bumming me out. Over there. Just yeah. The URL is <laughs> not like, great. Dave Grohl is the devil in Kimmel sketch with Billy Crystal. It's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> How far has Billy Crystal fallen? You know, I mean, I know it's a music blog, so Dave Grohl is like the, you know, more of the draw. But no food, no water, yeah, Billy no Crystal, that's his No turlets. <laughs> no turlets. Gold um, turlets. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's like, I guess a lot of people really like city slickers. And they're like, I want to see them on the big stage. Doing an inexplicable hyper racist impression. That it was for charity, Eli. It was to help. Oh, people. I forgot. Yes. Okay. Um. It truly helped people. <laughs> it. I would say it healed New Orleans. That was That's the right. biggest thing that healed them. That's <laughs> was right. Billy Crystal doing the jazz man. Um, oh. So yeah, this goat. Um, I don't think we have any more details on the goat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's. Uh, they have not evolved to walk on two legs oh, okay uh i guess he was reportedly coached by locals so these people are really playing with fire here um uh-huh. doesn't seem like a coached by yeah. locals okay come on come get, hey blowing the listen, whistle get out there you know yeah exactly i'm gonna i'm gonna bring you on but if i'm bringing you on you gotta yeah. be on your back <laughs> you know. two legs okay and you know this I, is bullshit if you four legs we I, can't have that you gotta get I up on there 100 percent all four quarters you on you know, your own legs. When yeah. I hear <laughs> when I hear uh, coached by locals with an animal doing something unnatural, I have to say I hear a euphemism for got the shit beaten out of by. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like okay, like, I don't think it was like a friendly thing. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah, but. I would say if yeah, I stopped listening to Weird Al because I got coached by the locals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Um, I, I would hazard a guess that if if you were to coach a children's soccer team the way that they coached this goat, you would go to jail. Most likely, <laughs> it's uh, probably violence. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we coached this goat by sticking a hot coal up its ass, and now it walks on two legs. <laughs> that whole thing. That was something I wish I'd never learned about, is the practice of gingering. That's just something I wish I could erase from my mind. But I don't know what that is. I'm fine not finding out. Personally. Oh, well, now you yeah, have to find I guess out. If, yeah, so... Uh, it's a, it's a, it's banned in horse shows because people would uh, rub ground ginger on their horse's asshole to make it like prance and mm. look fancier. So there's a rule. Like if you go to a horse show and you rub ground ginger on your horse's asshole, there's a rule that specifically you'll get caught. They'll be like, that's specifically something you can't do. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting searched on the way into the competition yeah. uh wait what's this little what's this tube in your pocket is this this smells like ginger hey you know the rules that better that better be going in an yeah. ale and not anywhere near your horse's that better asshole be for di- that better okay, be for I'm digestion wa- I'm watching you palate cleansing yeah. okay pal you better be making like some moscow mules or a dark and stormy with this stuff and not rubbing it on your horse's <laughs> asshole to make it look fancy. Is there a guy who just goes around lifting up horses' tails before everything starts and is like, nah, I don't know, it smells. He has to lean in and sniff sniff the horse's asshole for ginger. Yeah, exactly. He's like, hmm, I just smell. Uh, he, no, he just, no, he had a carrot. It's just carrot. <laughs> That's all it is. He's just been having a lot of carrots. I don't know. It smells like a different root to me. <laughs> a different ginger. Tumor. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. Tumor. yeah. <laughs> They're mm, trying to smuggle in ginger me. by painting it orange and pretending it's just a fucked up carrot. It's just a <laughs> real fucked up carrot. <laughs> we grew it at home, honestly. We followed all the directions on the internet, and this is what it looks like. I don't know. I think we fucked up. Yeah, but just it's going crazy. into a long thing. They're like, well, you know, like the carrots you see at the grocery store, they actually throw, there's a lot of food waste because there's a lot of carrots that don't look good enough. <laughs> Uh, to what we think a carrot's supposed to look like, so they just throw it away. <laughs> it's trying to smuggle yeah. ginger. In. Do you want? Do you? Do you? Do you like climate change? <laughs> do you like climate change? Is that what you're saying? You like wasting food? Is I'm that speaking. what you're saying? I'm speaking. You like wasting okay. food. Carrots are, <laughs> so many of these carrots are thrown out just because they're not hot enough. You know, it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah these carrots are not sexy enough no, at they're, all. They're nothing like. Angelica Houston is as Morticia Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> These carrots are just not horny enough. They're not horny enough for the grocery store. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this goat, uh, it can walk for 33 feet, um, 10 meters. Um, you know, congratulations to the goat. Um, <laughs> you know, it doesn't... Con- it looks congratulations like it can- to Lucifer, the Prince of Darkness. Yeah, that's right. It, it, can, it yeah. can walk... <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the clip it does go down onto all four so it's not like they you know like damage its front legs so it couldn't walk you know what i mean like that's the kind of thing you worry about it's like well now it has that's to. the way they coached it um, coached yeah. it but to walk on two legs by removing the other two legs <laughs> by breaking yeah. its front legs um yeah. so it appears to be okay which is good um so uh cool trick um you know, I kinda, yeah, it's good. I mean, I think it's, I think it's cool, and I think it's far, and I think we can say when it comes to walking on its hind legs, this guy is clearly the goat. Oh man, wow, that's Shelby. professional. Thank that's you, just everyone. to put a button on it. Let's go. That Next is, number. That's what it is. What can I say? Yeah. I'm a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing, Shelby. Oh, well done. Blamo. Have you guys seen this goat? <laughs> That's my Seinfeld impression. It's very very good. Uh, All right. Uh, Number four. This is a story uh, from the San Diego Union Tribune. Um, (laughs) And I was saying, I've maybe never wished more that the listeners could see the pictures from uh, a story. I highly recommend that you look this story up. uh, Because it's a story about a man who uh, attempted to break the world record for eating the most Carolina Reaper hot pepper chilies which are the hottest oh, chilies no. around um oh that sounds like a nightmare yeah and uh the pictures of him are so good <laughs> there's like every picture you'd want if if you were if you were fucking jay jonah jameson and you were like you're covering the story about the guy eating a, a million hot peppers every like like this should get like a, a pulitzer like it's like you know, to me, this is like catching like the perfect moment in a football game. They have every moment that you'd want. They've got him sweating with his sunglasses pulled down. They've got him like doing like basically a chef kiss with a pepper. I'm not going to just just describe the pictures in this article for too long, but oh, man, I highly yeah. recommend that you guys check it out. This uh, is a, a man in distress. That's what we're looking at here. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it's so good. This poor, this poor <laughs> bastard. That's really all I have to say about this. I mean, oh, you guys see the second God. one where he's like, like kissing it. <laughs> Almost, he's making yeah. his face. It's like he, he's do, he's yeah. doing like the. Uh, he's do, first of all, he's got like polo sunglasses on, which is very funny to me for some reason. But oh, um, they're they're absolutely some <laughs> TJ Maxx ass sunglasses. They're cool. he, but he's doing like the. It's like the Patrick Bateman, ooh, like face, like to a pepper. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like cartoonish. Yeah, having the gloves on really, uh, really cinches the Patrick Bateman thing. Uh, <laughs> he looks like he looks like a Jack Nicholson impersonator. He looks like he, he looks does. like Drill. That's actually what it is. Is this Drill? Yeah, I was just about to say <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Drill, drill revealed. We just doxed drill <laughs> on this, this guy podcast. Who ate too many of these peppers. But yeah. no, too many, but also not like, enough. Uh, that's that's the that that's hurts. one of the sentences in the article. Like uh, with 1.5 million followers on Twitter, Drill has uh, tried to keep his identity secret for seven years, but the lure of the Carolina Reaper was too strong for him to turn yeah. down. Um, so yeah, uh, first of all. Uh, Congrat- well done to Lauren Mapp, who's the, the author of the article for this first paragraph that I enjoy. San Diego is experiencing heat, experiencing a heat wave this week, and so are the taste buds of Greg Foster, who ate dozens of the world's hottest chilies in Seaport Village. Uh, so this is, I guess... That's like my goat joke, but just in a, new, in a news yeah. article. <laughs> I mean, it's a big part of a newspaper. Um, so yeah. I guess he, they're his chilies. He's a, he also owns a hot sauce company. But I don't think this is what I like about this is I don't it doesn't seem like it was a a publicity stunt, like maybe a bit. But like, you know, I don't think he like was like, I think he really just was like trying to do this. Um, So, yeah, he uh, this guy, there's also a fun uh, detail in this story that he says that he started competitive chili eating when his friend. Carolina Reaper inventor Ed Curry peer pressured him into it. So this guy doesn't even really want to do this. I guess he just literally like his friend was like, hey man, what if you ate, what if you tried to eat more Carolina Reapers than anybody ever did? And he was like, I mean, all right. And, hey, come on, man. Eat, well, eat I'm these, reading the article and, it, and he, it, he grows them, right? So I wonder if like, that's what it said. Like he grew the peppers himself. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if his friend was like, well, you know what a true farmer would do with these? <laughs> Try to eat 123 of them in a minute. That's what a real, I mean, you know, that's what, that's what it, going back in history. Look at 1950s when we first started growing these things. That's what every farmer had to do. You just had to eat as many of them as you could in a minute. Yeah. So are you going to do that or what? I also, yeah, <laughs> I like this quote from, um, uh, the, uh, this is one of the judges. And he says, it attacks your mouth in the same way pepper spray does your eyes in your face, which is unintentionally very funny because it's like, yeah, pepper, like that's pepper spray. It's like, it's all peppers. Pepper spray would also attack your mouth. Have you got it in your mouth? Same more way. Um, but uh, yeah, so he tried to eat. This is also pretty funny. That So he tried to break the record. I don't think it was a time limit. I think it's just until you can't oh, okay. do it anymore. And the record. Oh, I thought it was in a. I thought it was in a yeah. minute. Yeah, it is one. It says the holder for greatest number of Carolina Reapers in one minute. Really? That's in the. That's in the lead. So, like, right at the top of the article, the Guinness World Record holder for the greatest number of Carolina Reapers in one minute attempted to eat 123 chilies. Oh, I oh, think so, he, well, he does. He. I'm looking at the San Diego Union Tribune, which is San Diego. So am I. San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego pepper enthusiast eats 44 Carolina Reapers, the world's hottest chilies. I think I think I think he has the record for the most in a minute. Oh, but he was trying to eat oh, the, the most in a sitting. You're talking about the subheading. He does yeah. have the record for the most eaten in a minute. It's re- referenced later, uh, as we find we look down. He does hold that record, having eaten, I believe. Oh, I see. I got it. I got it. Okay, so the article's written very weird. Carolina Reaper. I get it. Minute. I would like an. Apology. I get it. 
I would. I and it's not. It's not coming <laughs> from a Canadian. This is. It's like denying me air. This is unbelievable. Well, listen. If you if you and I bumped into each other on the sidewalk, I would say sorry. But uh, but right now, I, I can't say. I'm it, gonna it, hide your You have video. to agree with me though. It is it is written quite poorly. That subheading. It's like maybe it was read quite poorly. How about that? Well, and, <laughs> right, I guess. Uh, Thanks, thanks for having me on, guys. This has been really fun. My album comes out October 16th. Uh, you can follow my podcast at Block Party Pod. You can follow me at Cullen the Comic. You're and uh, see you guys never. Fuck bye. you both. Uh, Let's have him on and say he can't read. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Your album, which is uh, covers of lit songs. <laughs> it's actually covers of Weird Al songs. A lot of people don't know that, but I'm a huge Weird Al original fan. Yeah. You're going to get all the hits on here. I Remember Larry, mm-hmm. uh, Since You've Been Gone, <laughs> The Night Santa Claus Went Crazy. We're releasing that as a Christmas single. Shelby's going to text us uh, again. Be- Please. Please, no more Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. since, I think about Since You've Been Gone. That line, I've been in a buttload of pain since you've been gone, just pops into my head out of nowhere sometimes. I don't even know. I couldn't even remember the rest of that song, but that is weirdly memorable to well, me. Well, it's, the, the, it's an amazing punchline, yeah. right? Because it's like the song's like two minutes long, and it's all about Since You've Been Gone, and it's like a barbershop song, and it's all about all the bad things since you've been gone. And then the very last line is, I feel almost as bad as I did when you were still here. <laughs> it's the payoff weird al it's check a him huge out payoff it's beautiful weird al. if you never heard of him it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. it's right in the name weird al yeah, yeah. Some crazy. i'm, I'm releasing the, the a covers album called weirder al and it's it's exactly the same <laughs> but i hit a vibra slap at the end not of possible song. not possible <laughs> you've never heard of vibra slap it's pretty weird you can't be weirder um uh, so on the in chili news <laughs> Yeah, so this is what's funny to me, too, is that the record, like, uh, it says 123 Carolina Reapers. Uh, he got through 44 of them, which is a lot, but it's <laughs> not, not even, close. even close to the record. Um, He's brought down to his knees in a fit of expletives and tears. <laughs> yeah. I love that. A fit of expletives and tears. <laughs> which, again, if you've seen what the a pictures great of sentence. this guy, you can imagine that very yeah. clearly, and it's... <laughs> fantastic just like oh fucking peppers like and then he got, went into a pop-up tent and threw up so well done greg foster i consider you a hero <laughs> the, the the caption is so good because it's like i didn't realize the picture with the the, the, the header picture it's He's like got it. He's like gripping the container of peppers, and he's like leaning on the table. Apparently, it's because he was standing up. He dropped to his knees at this point. <laughs> like he he lost his footing and is down on the table. Like, oh, this is Great a guy. Stuff. Like he he could have been like a, a, a the, the most popular actor in like Shakespearean times at the fucking Globe. Just like the body language and expressions that this guy has. With his, like, TJ Maxx sunglasses. Oh, man. it's There are some incredible... I'm fully reading the article now, and there are some just incredible... The, the whole... There's so many good quotes in here. I think this one is my favorite. They're talking about him training his stomach to get ready for this. <laughs> and he said, if you, if you were to do it on an empty stomach, you would immediately start to cramp, which is probably the closest thing a man could come to childbirth, <laughs> he said. You're just bad cramps. <laughs> like the, cr- the cramps of a Carolina Reaper would be so bad. Like that's such a... Du- I mean, it makes sense. It's, it's This is the dude's rock episode of, of What a Time to Be Alive. But that's such a dude's rock thing to say as well. Like, yeah. uh, there's no... No doubt in my mind, eating one of these is 
like birthing a child. No question about it. I will not be taking any questions at this time. <laughs> this is what it feels like. Yeah. As I was eating it, I go, I went, I said to myself, this is definitely what giving birth to a child feels like. 100%. And I said that to my wife and she agreed with me. Yeah. She was like, you know what? It probably is yeah. the same. A spicy pep pep is very similar to uh, your body <laughs> dividing and releasing something into the world. It's probably the same as a little, a little hot, a hot guy. Um, yeah, I, I, I would just, I want to get this guy on fucking 60 minutes. I want a full thing. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, just like, you know, kind of did all the stuff you'd expect him to talk about. It's like, take, oh, it takes two, three minutes sometimes really hit you. It's like, yeah, I guess. And, and then just, he just has like, yeah, like a Chris Farley-esque set of reactions. Just like, yeah, terrific. it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Sweating, coughing, swearing, dropping to his knees. I mean, you can't beat it. Yeah. Here they talk to his wife, uh, you know, she, a love for spicy foods is one hobby the couple doesn't share. Yeah. And she says, I'm a total wimp. <laughs> That's how I describe my love of different types of foods uh, as a hobby. That's how I, uh, well, you know, he loves spicy foods, but it's not a hobby we share. Yeah, I mean, if he's a competing I mean, I know he grows events, peppers and stuff, but. His free time. Uh, <laughs> true, true. Count- it reminds me of the time that I, I matched this girl on, uh, on Bumble and I asked her what, uh, you know, what what kind of like her goals were or whatever. And this is like way in the conversation. It wasn't like I just led with that. Oh, hey, what are your what are your goals? You <laughs> where know? is this going? Uh, yeah, I need to yeah, know. Where are you going personally? Tell me plan. all about this. And she was like, well, I think this year I want to watch more movies. Right. And I was like, okay, well. Was she super hot? Because it sounds like she. She's <laughs> 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 like, oh uh, my God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, she's, I never met her in person, but her photos seem pretty good. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Where it's like, you know, it was like, uh, what are your interests? A big one is like music. They're like, I like to listen to music. And it's like, man. Yeah, like that's just like being alive. <laughs> like your interests are like experiencing the world. <laughs> yeah, it's and like it's even worse when it's not even like it's like okay, if you're really, you know, like really into the music scene, you're looking up a lot of you're really pursuing like looking up you know, like underground bands, going to a lot of live shows, that's one thing. But no, there's people that are like, I have three CDs I like and that's my, my hobby. And it's like <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! You must be blazing hot. You must be so hot <laughs> to say that. You to could people. say Carrie Underwood is like kind of my hobby because I love her. Yeah. Also, t- yeah. W- w- another one that's very popular is that if someone's hobby is tacos, it's like <laughs> like finding them, eating them, making them. It's- <laughs> Whoa, that's a good sound. Oh, wow, that was very good. Show. Thinking yeah. outside the box. Very good. Shelby, did you download the BBC motherload of sound effects that were released? <laughs> <laughs> Take that as a yes. Hard to tell. Uh, okay, it sounds like yes. Uh, <laughs> what sound that sounded like is the that? Uh, that that, that's, Rosemary's Baby? <laughs> <laughs> I like that Shelby answered with a car horn like we were on The Price is Right uh, playing that one car game where it's like, do I have two numbers right? That's a strange wilderness shark. Yeah. yeah. Um, so these peppers, I have to say, they look like if they were like if they were th- that that color red is like looks like delicious candy to me obviously eating they one would be tasty. a nightmare 
Um, but they look like they're delicious. Um, I've had I've had Carolina Reaper sauce before. I've had mm. a sauce well, we, called. Well, we are we are. I believe if we hit uh, 1,200 patrons, we're going to be doing the Death Nut, which I think is Carolina yeah. Reaper uh, uh, dusted peanuts. Um, I think various, the last one probably is. Yeah, yeah, at various Scoville ratings. You can watch us um, eat a very spicy ooh. crow pie. Yeah, subscribing oh, uh, to our Patreon. But John, you'd be familiar with that. The Patreon goal is being involving humiliation of the hosts. That seems like something. That's yeah, we're we're just about to drink Canada juice. <laughs> What's uh, Canada juice? A, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, profiled this on the show, maybe, but there was like a <clears throat> a news story around the NFL draft about this linebacker who drank this like protein smoothie to gain weight, but it was like the most chaotic smoothie ever it was like um, it's like when jared leto ate like buckets of oil olive oil and ice cream to get fat for something yeah it it was like it was like raw eggs uh maple syrup has got to be what makes up canada juice i'm guessing so it was it was seven scrambled eggs a tub of cottage cheese grits peanut butter a banana and blue gatorade which blue like drank blue glacier freeze uh it doesn't specify glacier freeze would be uh, good in smoothie i think yeah so we we were talking about it on an episode of the show and we were like what would that look like for a canadian athlete and so stefan and i are drinking canada juice which is uh which is a, a box of timbits <laughs> uh che- cheese curds fun size coffee crisps what the, what the uh, fuck are co- fun size coffee crisps? It's a delicious well, coffee candy. crisp. Is a yeah, coffee crisp is a chocolate bar, and then a fun size is like what we call the little, uh, uh, fun like size what you is get, like what you get for global. Halloween. I don't know what coffee. Okay, crisp. Well, I don't know. I'm just yeah, coffee crisp is a it's a coffee flavored chocolate bar. Yeah, I, I, I just realized we're almost inadvertently relitigating this as a chocolate bar candy or not. I don't want to. I don't want to. Sorry. Yeah. No, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. But yeah, and then uh, yeah, cheese curds, part, maple syrup. Say hello the, to my chocolate blend. What that opinion was, can one even have about whether a chocolate bar that, is a That candy? was something that we we backed into when I did Block Party way back when. I, I said top three yeah. candies, and Stefan was carving out that a chocolate bar is different than candy. And then uh, yeah, I didn't really... I didn't really push back on oh, it. Oh, it was a big. It was from our previous podcast, Real Good Show, uh, and then also Blocked Party. It got litigated an awful lot, and it was like why? Because someone was saying that Reese peanut butter cups were candy, and we were saying no, it's a. Ch-. It, it started. I want to be paid for was, my time. Was Reese involved in that? I want, I want like legal <laughs> was, fees reimbursed for being involved in that. I mean, we did. We do pay you for your time when you okay. come on the show. But the um, but the it, it started because the debate was: Is Reese's peanut butter cups a chocolate bar? Bar. No, or it's candy a cup. bar. It's in the name. No, it's a chocolate bar. <laughs> so that was like a big. Is, <laughs> you gotta go to jail. This is fucked up. So there was a big, big argument about that, and then it was you guys like, recording a padded chocolate, room because you're insane. Is chocolate? <laughs> is chocolate candy? And then that's where Patty was involved in the. Is chocolate what, candy is a Whopper a, 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 cho- a little round candy bar? What are gumballs? Are they little round gumballs? Gumballs are candy. Gumball. Well, there's no chocolate, so you wouldn't right, call. But it a, a Whopper. Gumball. Let's say a Whopper. I mean, that's just milk ball yeah whoppers are a chocolate bar for sure you what is happening i want to i need electrodes on your head and see what's what synapses are firing (laughs) no whoppers are probably not a chocolate bar but reese peanut butter cups is definitely okay reese's peanut butter cups are a chocolate bar what about mini reese's cups are they tiny chocolate bars yeah, there, that's a chocolate bar as well. Gonna, well, if it stands to reason, if a big cup is a chocolate bar, then a mini cup. Well, that's is also yeah, bar. because you're 
but it doesn't stand to reason. Okay. <laughs> you can't be like, yeah, but my twisted logic extends to all permutations of this. It's like, it's not twisted logic though. It comes in the shape of a bar, even though there's cups inside the package, the package itself says chocolate bar on it. So, so you, so you can see Eli, how this is a whole thing. So yeah, uh, we, anyway, can... it doesn't matter. We don't have to relitigate it on the show, <laughs> no. but I think it's, you can I think see it's how beautiful we that argued you two about found it. each other that have the same brain disease. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Stefan has a much different brain disease than me, but we both have a brain it's, disease. It's like a sure. weird version of like, like facial blindness where you think everything is a chocolate bar. You have like <laughs> capgrass syndrome for everything's a chocolate bar. <laughs> Starburst chocolate bar. I just anything in a bar shape. <laughs> yeah. I, if I were a psychiatrist, the next thing I'd do is like give you a notepad and be like, draw a bar. Like, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> It'd be like Hannibal. You'd draw like a, a, a clock with the numbers all over the page. It's like, oh, uh, I forget what we were even discussing. We were talking about the the the, the peppers guy, and we're gonna say good luck to him and move on. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Godspeed to him and his tiny sunglasses. His pepper bars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number three. All right, number three. Uh, if we can get the video up on this, I think it's probably worth uh, playing. That's uh, the TMZ link. Shelby. Yeah. Also, um, the Pepper story. Thank you to the average ghost bee for that. Mm. Um, now, do you think that's their name because they're like a big ghost pepper fan? Um, I think it's like a how. I think they were the average Gatsby, and then they they made it spooky oh, okay. for Halloween gotcha. times. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I but it could I, like be. I like that idea of someone who's like a huge ghost pepper fan knows nothing about your podcast, but just like searches like news related <laughs> podcasts, and it's like I don't know if you guys are covering this huge ghost I'm pepper news. Pepper beat. Uh, you probably should. Yeah, it's it me. Just him. It was chief it was reporter Greg. of the Pepper Beat. Um, so yeah, so, uh, uh, I guess on CNN, um, uh, there was a, a white house reporter, uh, Joe Johns. He was, I guess, reporting on the white house lawn in, in the, I think in the evening, it looks like here. Um, and, uh, he had a, uh, a raccoon approach him, uh, on the lawn and he basically, uh, went nuts yelling at it. And to get re- to get it out of there, and also threw something at it um, <laughs> to try to just spook it off. And um, he didn't curse, I guess, but he does scream. Uh, get ah! Um, we, can we can we get the video up, Shelby? Is that possible? Um. Now, no events on the president's schedule today, and important to say, the White House. Uh, Freaking raccoons, man. God, again, this is the second time. <laughs> now, he said, this, he said that was the second time. Yeah. But I think the first time he's mistaken, the first time it was actually White House social media director Dan Scavino that was... Uh, Hey. That's right. Um, <laughs> this one comes to us, by the way, from a Joshua Lawrence. Joshua Lawrence, like a Halloween. He's screaming. Oh, like oh yes. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's politics to me now, is uh, just scaring a raccoon away when you're on the White House lawn. <laughs> it's, it's really like... Because it reminds me, obviously, of like the, the famous news clip of the, the fly, where the guy's like freaking out about the fly. It's like going in his mouth and stuff. But it's weird to me because the raccoon is like, this guy must have some 
<laughs> is it Howard Dean? Oh, wow. Yeah. Remember um, when that was enough to get you basically drummed out of a presidential campaign? Doing a weird yell? Yeah. I got yelled weird. Get him out of here. <laughs> um, like, uh, but, uh, like, he must have a real thing with raccoons. Because, like, raccoons are around, but it's like, like, if you watch the video, it's not even, I couldn't even see it. I'm like, this guy just has this sixth sense to be like, there's a raccoon near me. And I'm going to freak out until it's gone. But, like, I guess, yeah, it's the same raccoon uh, that had been... I don't know. I I didn't... I'm surprised. I figure that Secret Service just, like, shoot raccoons that are on the White House lawn. I feel like that's part of their <laughs> duties. Target practice. Yeah. Just nail them with a varmint rifle. Whoa. I mean, are raccoons around? I feel like the whole thing with raccoons is they don't, like, get near people unless something weird is going on. So yeah, I can understand why he, like, would want to not be... You know, if it's, like trundling up to him it's like all right man you're supposed to be scared of me get the fuck get out of here oh you, know? you think it's or, like rabbit or something i don't, I don't know i but don't blame I, him for i now. didn't even see it being that close to him i don't know maybe i'd love to see a little rag i like i like to see them trundle i, I enjoy it when they do that and they yeah. pop around but yeah i mean the other thing is like i mean the presence of the raccoon there the raccoon doesn't know what the fucking white house is so they just go to where the food is so it's like is the White House not taking out the trash like that? Is it is that the breakdown? The breakdown of like our our, our systems has gone so far as to there's like a lot of stinky trash outside of the White House that's not being properly disposed of. It's just a raccoon, like you know, gold mine. Some would say there's a lot of stinky trash in inside <laughs> in the, in White, the White House. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel great. I the feel like yeah, we got him. Um, I like how John is like like getting further away. Like yeah, he's like yeah, as this goes on. <laughs> oh, I just sometimes I like to he's you know lean back. take mm. the mic out of the stand and lean back and do the rock away. <laughs> oh, you guys just get that song up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's number one right now. It's pretty crazy. You guys heard of this guy? Canada's, Terror you guys Squad? Actually, Canada's you know going I'm nuts really for Fat Joe. <laughs> it's true. You know who I'm really liking right now? Ashanti. <laughs> Loving her. She sounds great. Yeah. So good. Really, yeah. Really <laughs> enjoying Selena up there in Canada. Hope nothing yeah. happens to oh. her. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's. She's. I saw there was a movie about her. I'm looking forward to it. I assume it's a documentary. <laughs> yeah, about her continuing success in the music industry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Irv Gotti <laughs> can't go anywhere in Canada without being mobbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mo- oh. People flock to the airport as Chameleonaire lands in Canada. <laughs> the king of the charts in Canada. Uh, yeah, it was really big in Winnipeg, riding dirty. A lot of people are saying it. Everyone's saying it. It's a, it's a big thing out there. Um, yeah, it'd be so funny if you got, like, the Fat Joe song, Lean Back, was huge, and it's been so long that Fat Joe isn't even fat anymore. He's, like, skinny now. <laughs> it's like... Everyone's like, why do they call him Fat Joe? Yeah, we're so disappointed. He gets off the plane, and we're like, wait a minute. What? That can't be Fat Joe. Surely. <laughs> Surely there must be another Joe on board who's fatter than him. Yeah, exactly. Because he's kind of fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's pretty fat. You just got to look like if you look, right. he's yeah. kind of fat. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, just, a, just a, uh, a hugely successful rapper with like body dysmorphia. And everyone's like, he's not fat. It's like He thinks he's fat. Yeah. It's, he's working on it. So <laughs> his psychiatrist is like, why don't you call yourself average, Joe? 
that's pretty catchy. It's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> no, no. Have you seen? Have you seen the way I look in this mirror? I look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, maybe I don't want to overstep here. Maybe it's that you wear uh, gigantic South Pole shirts. Is that maybe making you seem bigger <laughs> than you are? <laughs> it seems like there's some wardrobe choices. Have you tried you a make. medium? Have you tried a medium shirt? I feel like it would fit yeah. you. No, it wouldn't. I'm a double XL. <laughs> That's the, the the trend of baggy pants from like the the nineties oh, yeah. was just somehow all traced back to like a body like a wrapper with body dysmorphia. That's like I'm a triple XL, and people are like eh, you are not. That's a big old shirt. That's way too big. No, did, you, did you guys ever see the the speaking of average joe did you ever uh, you remember the reality show average joe or it was just like they had like a babe and then it was a bunch of just like guys or you know what I mean? it was like the bachelor just a but bunch what of if, guys being dudes just like they were just like yeah just dudes being guys um why would she sign up for that i don't it's not clear because like, I, don't, I don't i don't think it's not like joe millionaire where like he's like you know supposed to be you know like i don't think there's any secret twist or anything about anybody being rich or anything it's just like let's see if this beauty queen okay so i guess Okay, so the, the the gag is I had forgotten about this. Um, prior to the show's start, the beauty queen was not aware she was supposed to be dating average men. She was instead led to believe her show was going to feature only handsome suitors. <laughs> 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 uh, welcome to the house. See, Got this, him. The, the the iterations of of reality shows like that. When, when, like, it was just like mean, like to the contestants, <laughs> yeah. like that was good stuff to me. Um, that is really good. Yeah, like she's <laughs> gonna be annoyed, and then they get to spin it as like, well, she's just annoyed to see regular people. You it's like, signed no, the contract, she- honey. It's like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this. And you can't say that on the. You can't. That's oh that. What's, which, what should happen is that the first confessional on that show should be her being like, "I was told this would be a house full of extremely handsome men." Okay, here we go. It's not. (laughs) The the, the first season, um, the show was marketed to have an implied moral subtext, namely that beauty was only skin deep and personality could triumph over looks. Now, um, apparently halfway through the season, they brought in handsome guys to compete against the the not handsome guys. (laughs) And guess who in the first season... Guess which kind of guy the lady picked? Was it a handsome guy or a not handsome guy? It was oh. a handsome guy. It so, was Jason oh Momoa. My God. They proved the opposite of the message. Um, extremely that is so funny. funny. <laughs> I especially like because if you were one of the average guys that was on this show, it's already like it, it's already insulting. Yeah, that you're like that you're being painted as like oh yeah you're just this kind of like shitty looking guy. It's, it's almost mean. But then, but then you start to get in your mind. You're like, but you know what? I might be the best looking of these shitty looking dudes. <laughs> Kristen's for sure going to pick me. And then episode seven, it's like Jack comes in and you're like, fuck, yeah. come on. <laughs> right. This is my one up. shot. A bunch yeah. of like long haired fucking Fabio's. <laughs> it's like, I think it's like, I think we're, we're finally have a connection. This is great. I wonder if, and then like a guy pulls up in a Corvette and just opens the door and she gets in. It's like, all right, well, <laughs> all 12 of them pull up in individual Corvettes. <laughs> Yeah. Get out in perfect sync. What's up, babe? They're already calling her babe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's. Uh, I also feel like the average thing kind of like. That's really good stuff. It would really hurt your feelings because, like, if you're on one of these ones, because there was one that was just straight up mean that was called like what, like Beauty and the Beast or something, or Beauty and the Geek, something like that. Beauty and the Geek. Yeah. yeah. Like, you probably know you're a geek or whatever like that, but I feel like 
there's probably at least one or two of the guys who thought that they were like above average looking and thought they were pretty handsome. Definitely. And they're like, hey, we've, uh, we want you to be on this show that's about the most average looking people that you could find. Just like, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. You would, yeah, there's got to be, uh, it kind of reminds me of the like extreme makeover where, where if you, if they like <laughs> didn't fix it, they just wouldn't air your episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's the, like the a bunch of extreme of average- makeover episodes where they're like, yeah, we, uh, we, you know, your face is pretty fucked up, and um, we couldn't fix it. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> Bye. This is, okay, I, not knowing anything about this show, there's also, this is really funny, because there are four seasons of it, and there's Average Joe, second season, Average Joe Hawaii, and then the third <laughs> season, to me, inexplicably, is titled Average Joe, Adam Returns. Who's Adam? Well, Adam was the Adam was the last average Joe in the first season that the, she picked the handsome guy over. So this oh. is his attempt at revenge. Yeah. Well, then the next season is called Average Joe: The Joes Strike Back. So it got pretty. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> right. When you said that the titles of the show were were changing, I was like, one of these is going to be like Joe's Revenge or something like that. Uh, okay. Here, yeah. The last one is a, just a Dateline episode. Actually, it's the last. Yeah. One is, the last yeah. one is where twelve average guys uh, kid, <laughs> kidnap yeah. an attractive woman. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the four seasons, and then it was featured on Cold Case Files last year. Yeah. So. Exactly. Those Average Joe Strike Sorry, Back that was is an just awful a bunch joke. of Elliot like Roger videos. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But, like, uh, the <laughs> Average Joe Hawaii has an amazing little detail here. Um, so that the, the, um, the, she, the, 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 the beauty queen, you know, like the, the one who had to choose, chose the attractive Gil Hyatt over Average Joe Brian Worth. A few days later, on a honeymoon between the two, she revealed she had once dated Fabio, which caused the handsome guy to leave her in disgust. <laughs> I just read that. I, what? what? The, the idea of dating Fabio is a deal breaker for somebody. It's like, you dated Fabio? Like, what if, like, okay, you know, like, I guess. I thought it would at least be, it would at least make sense. Disgust. It would at least make sense if it was like the nerdy guy that left her in disgust. Cause it's like, oh, you do just like jocks or what, you know, but like, this is like, he's already like the handsome guy. Like, so what, what's your problem, man? I also like, a- like that they give them the title. Like, this is average Joe Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? This is handsome guy Gil. But, I mean, <laughs> there was just this, this, this like strain of like disease, you know, like dating related show where like they had like the uh pickup artist show which is like a nightmare where it was teaching all the guys to be like dirtbags oh yeah <laughs> and stuff. well there was like keys to the vip too like that one was so bad um oh and this is actually this sucks too the third season the adam the, this adam return season they switch it up which i think doesn't really work that well when it's this so it's adam comes back and then it's 19 female average contestants which at this point you've just because it's an average guy from the first season, and then a busload of average women. This is you just. This is just regular dating. This is just most. Yeah, that's of Tinder. That's just Tinder. Yeah, and they, yeah. And then they they <laughs> brought they in, bring in a busload of babes. It's described <laughs> as a busload of babes. Yeah, and then but then he ditched them because he had to because he has no choice. Like he can't just be like, I like the babes. Like no, if you're gonna be this guy, you have to yeah. say no to the babes. Maybe you can get the producers to give yeah. you the babes numbers for off air, but on air. You can't be exposed as the guy who's like, actually, I just wanted to be. Yeah, that's fine. Get rid of these. 
Yeah, the the you know they all rolled up to his swimming pool. Adam raised his flip top sunglasses and was like, "Whoa!" According to Wikipedia, I don't know what the citation here is. Um, he Adam uh, launched the "You Only Live Once" Yolo clothing line on March twentieth, two thousand four. So this guy was way in early on the whole YOLO wow. thing, which was at least five years later that that became like a thing. That was way oh, yeah. later. That was a Drake thing. Yeah. You yeah, should have sued a, Drake. Kendrick, he probably yeah, has a trademark. Yeah. Maybe he did, and it got so settled. Maybe he's rich I mean, it, sa- it says, just as a sentence in his Wikipedia, it's a segment of his Wikipedia, which is not too long, obviously, but it says uh, YOLO is the header, um, like where it would normally say controversies or personal life or right. whatever. Uh, Mesh helped popularize the acronym YOLO, so I learned something today. Uh, That motherfucker don't miss, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One final thing on Average Joe, which is not our story, but here we are. Uh, Then we should definitely move on. (laughs) This is going to be one of the longest episodes we've ever done. No, we're doing fine. (laughs) We're not that that bad. All right. Uh, Average Joe, The Joe's Strike Back. The fourth season entitled Average Joe, The Joe's Strike Back uh, started airing on June 28, 2005. The name references The Empire Strikes Back. No, it doesn't. Ah, I mean, it's I guess in the sense phrase. that it's the same words. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's something strikes back. Like Also, that means the average Joes are bad guys? Like, that doesn't, like, what are we, <laughs> come on. This is, well, who yeah, they are. For? They're the bad guys. They're getting revenge on, <laughs> they're getting revenge on the babes. Oh, yeah. yeah, here too. A role reversal version of the show with a series of ordinary women who were to compete for the love of a very handsome man to be entitled Plain Jane was announced as being in the works, but such a show never materialized. Huh. I wonder why that didn't materialize. They, they, asked, they asked one woman. They finally had one woman weigh in on it, like in the, in the production process. And like, what? And they're like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. We'll stop. We're going to stop. Yeah, they were like, yeah, uh, everybody kept crying when we were filming. So we uh, <laughs> dumped it. <laughs> Dump it. All right. Well, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's our news that's story. It. The raccoon. Uh, the guy scared the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to the White House raccoon. Um, oh yeah, number two. Uh, this comes to us from somebody. Oh no, it comes from me. That's why I got so confused. Uh, this is a story that I really enjoy. Uh, this is from Outside Magazine, um, and uh, no, I'm not. I sometimes get excited. I think. The average Joe riff went so deep into derailing the podcast that I used the tab that I had this story open in to look up more average Joe stuff. (laughs) And now I have to go find it again. We forgot what the podcast was even about. (laughs) It's now an average. This is an average Joe podcast. That's what it is. This is an average Joe's watch podcast. Average Joe is an insane. I'm going to be thinking about average Joe for a while. That's an insane thing. Me too. Um, And actually speaking of average Joe's, have you guys seen this movie Dodgeball? (laughs) (laughs) We just got it up here. Crazy good. It's really good. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I got it on VHS, but it is on DVD and cr- I mean, crazy. It's like, uh, it's, it's Ben Stiller playing a, a not as good version of his Tony Perkis character from heavyweights. Yes, exactly. Playing, Very similar to that. But and, it's like, what um, if Tony Perkis was a moron? That's what, the, and it's not as yeah. good. It's just what I think is kind of cool about it is like a lot of people don't think of dodgeball as like, you know, a classic sport. 
Um, but the way the movie portrays it, it's kind of like there's like a dodgeball. I do have the story open, I should say. And <laughs> it is. It's just anyway. Uh, sorry, I won't take up any more of your time. But if you've never seen it, I mean, it's just fun. It's just a fun. It's just a fun film, you know. Rip uh, in it. Yeah, Rip Torn is in it, and I believe as I've you know obviously uh, still alive. He's doing great, and um, mm-hmm. I'm glad about that. And anyway, this is. Rip-torn, Whatever rip-torn you want to do, you want to do number two, Eli. <clears throat> no, I was gonna. I was giving you the like smoke the whole pack treatment. <laughs> like, all right, we'll let, let's see how far this tangent goes. Yeah, what? it is a bit of a bold strategy. We'll see how it pays off. <laughs> oh, oh, is that from, from the film? movie? That sounds familiar. Uh, um, was the rip torn thing a bit, John? I can't tell because <laughs> he he did pass away last year. Yeah, that was a bit. Okay, it was the idea sure. that in Canada we didn't get the news that he died. Okay, I that just want to make sure. The whole, make sure we yeah, no, it just it's all good. You know, Respect. it's totally fine. They don't. Respect Canada doesn't have their own newspapers. They get just weathered versions of ours. Correct. Years later. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're pretty close to Seattle. So by the time the Seattle Times gets up here, we're like, whoa, yeah. that's what's happening in America. You have so, to you have to wait for a northern wind to blow. Uh, one hundred percent. Pick up different sheets that happened to, to exactly. It's like when you were a kid and you'd find Playboys in the forest. It's kind of a similar thing. It's mm. just we just wait for the newspapers to blow up here. And I don't know. I think Hillary's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. Nothing else could happen. All the polls. <laughs> All right. Before I make myself too uh, upset and sad, um, this is a very fun story. This is from Outside Magazine, uh, and it is about. The title is These Bears Have a Job and It's Destroying Coolers. And it's. <laughs> I like it already. Yeah. So, this is a story about um, a place called the Wolf Discovery Center, uh, the Grizzly and Wolf Discovery Center. They are the bears that when you try to buy a cooler or whatever and it says, like, it's a bear proof cooler, these are the bears that it's proof. They test, their job is to fuck up coolers all day long. I, I've never been more jealous of an animal in my life. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty much what you'd expect is that like, there's a bunch of bears for also congratulations to 747 for winning fat bear week. Um, we, we stand 747, the fat bear. Yeah. Um, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty much what you'd expect. It's just like, they have all these bears that I guess are like, I don't know if they handpick them to be like craftier than other bears, but they do that, and then uh, there's a picture here. They just have some grizz- grizzlies in an enclosure, and then they put some food in a cooler and toss it in and see if they can crack it open or not. <laughs> they give them an hour. So they take a cooler, they throw it in, they start a timer, and if the bear can't get it open in an hour, they're all good. They're bear He's fired. <laughs> He's fired. Reminds me of back when I was a kid, uh, when I was six years old, and I lived in a compound for a year testing pill bottles. Yeah, Yeah. was like, hey, see if this guy can get it open, and I'm like, childproof, it is. (laughs) Fucking confused as hell. I also also like the imagining them firing a bear from captivity. (laughs) Like you're out of here, and the bear's like. (laughs) You're not even (laughs) trying to get this cooler open, Greg. (laughs) Well, yeah. Um. So and it's also cool because it apparently the pass rate or whatever, like, uh, is like fifty percent, which is like these bears are really good at fucking up these coolers. Like half, it's a coin flip whether they can get it open or not. Um, after every test, they examine the container and fill out a report. Sends the analysis back to the manufacturers, which 
which can also opt for a videotape of the Bears' rigorous testing process. <laughs> I'm asking for a videotape 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you always cannot, will videotape. Just you send the video. The tape. Don't make me ask for it. I want to see the video every time. Where are the videos in this story? I want to watch those videos myself. It's like getting a tape of a stand-up set. It's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be 40 bucks. It's like, oh, come on, man. Just give me the tape. <laughs> it's way better than a tape of a stand-up set. If I asked <laughs> well, somebody, yes. ask someone and someone's like, hey, man, I'm sorry, the camera didn't work, but I do have this vi- an hour of a bear trying to get a cooler open, I'd be like, mm, that's all right. That's fine. I'm not <laughs> I've heard these bears also test picnic baskets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to make sure they're very few bear-proof picnic baskets. Just a super tactical picnic basket. <laughs> I mean, that definitely exists exists for sure oh, yeah. just some like i'm reg smith uh, formerly of the marine corps are you fucking tired yeah. of your picnic basket being broken into by bears try this i was the, dishonorably the, you, discharged from the, yeah. from the marines and my main hobby is picnics and f- i finally brought those things together yeah exactly <laughs> do you like a picnic with your hot wife are you tired of grizzly bears stealing your picnic basket and breaking into it this, this is, is my is the wife. Tactical She's basket. nervous around me. Here's my <laughs> picnic basket. We call this the tactic tactical basket. It's bear proof. It's wolf proof. It's everything proof. Enjoy your grapes in peace. Welcome like to my you open the lid without <laughs> flipping this switch. A gun will go off. <laughs> Just somewhere in the world, a gun will go off <laughs> from into your face. <laughs> yeah. It's filled with buckshot. It weighs 88 pounds and is, can just be used to <laughs> yeah, club exactly. someone to death. Are you tired of not being at the top of the food chain anymore? <laughs> well, buy this picnic basket and shoot a fucking bear in the face. Apex Predator picnic basket. <laughs> if we reach our stretch goal, I'll add more knives to the outside. It'll be The whole thing will be sharp. Yeah. That's very soothing, actually. Yeah, that's nice. I like that little that little like saw. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a little bit more Marine Corps right there. The jackhammer, <laughs> just yeah. Reg, I told you how many times do I have to tell you the picnic basket stuff you got to do during the day. This jackhammering at night, keeping me up. <laughs> it's just one of those guys who sets like he posts on Instagram that he has like alarms set at four oh five, four oh eight, four ten a.m. <laughs> like just you know like yeah. time to kick oh, yeah. today's ass. He weighs <laughs> yeah. one of those watches that looks like a fucking like gyroscope. <laughs> yes. Like oh yeah. His watch no weighs needs. his watch weighs seven pounds. Yeah. It has a <laughs> rise and grind. Bitch. It has the entire text of the farmer's almanac in the watch that you can read <laughs> at any time. Predict the tides. Um. Anyway, yeah. So this is this has been a very focused cast episode today. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's just been a it. jumping off point to go. Uh. No, it's been fun. But yeah, so these bears, uh, I would like to see the video. If anybody is in touch with anyone at the Grizzly and Wolf, uh, what's it called? The Grizzly and Wolf Discovery Center. Uh, if we could get some of those videos, that would be very much appreciated because I'd that like to see them try. is such a funny, like, euphemistic title as well. Like, it's the <sighs> Grizzly and Wolf Discovery Center. Like, it sounds like it would be an animal shelter type situation. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, we've got these, it, we bring in injured bears and we nurse them back to health and then we help them discover a new life. And it's like... No, nah, we just uh, we throw fucking coolers in the cage and uh, see how the bears can rip them open. Uh, that's about it. Uh, that's kind of the discovery part of it anyway. 
Yeah, discovered they can get them coolers open. But yeah. that's also, it is funny because in a way they are like, we take uh, bears without direction and we do we give them purpose by uh, <laughs> testing coolers. Yeah, it's um, bears who failed out of math 10. Yeah. There's, it's also funny to call it Discovery Center because for me, I always think of Discovery Center as like, there's a place called the Discovery Center where you like go to like play with Gak and shit as a kid. So it right. sort of sounds like it's one of those, but there are also grizzly and wolves, grizzly bears and wolves in there, <laughs> which seems dangerous. They, but, they, um, they, they can't let the videos get out because on the off chance that bears see them and then it destroys all their research because the bears obviously will learn from the videos. Yeah. These guys are pros at getting open a cooler. Can you imagine if one of them got out? No cooler would be safe. you better not camp with a with a non-bear proof cooler or you're fucked but styrofoam cooler oh buddy come on yeah not here if they believe in the idea of the collective unconscious they're already playing with fire you know because you know there's studies of someone doing a crossword affects people throughout the world these bears might be learning through quantum uh space so there's that I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'm going to turn this into a quantum and physics. this week's <laughs> number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Oh, uh, number one. This is, this is just a, a lovely classic. Uh, why did you do this sort of thing? Um, so there is something called the cellmate, which I'm looking at a picture of right now. And what the cellmate is, is a chastity sex toy. Uh, some would refer to it as a dick cage. Um, that's basically what it is. It takes your wiener and it encases it and locks it in a little tube where you can't touch it and play with it or do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sort of like the opposite of this song. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The op- what, <laughs> yeah. Whatever the, I don't know what the official song of chastity is, but... Um, it's like, may the circle be unbroken or something. <laughs> yeah. So this is that, you know, it's a little, it's a little, put it on there if that's what you're into, not being able to touch your, uh, your little wiener. Uh, but the problem with this one is that they decided to make it a smart dick cage. It's a connected to the internet dick cage, um, which is already, nah, I don't really know why you want that. I guess if you want like your partner to be able to like lock your dick down from the office or whatever for a little, um, you know, play. But uh, yeah, I think this is like not a, so much a chastity thing as a like S and M type thing. Is that is that? Yeah, right? it's not. It's not designed to actually keep you chaste. It's yeah. it's not being applied to princesses or, or princes or whatever to keep them from fucking before uh, their marriage is arranged. It's like a yeah, it's like an S and M control thing. But uh, the bigger problem here is that it is uh, connected to the internet and also has a security flaw that uh, would let people lock your dick up for the rest of your life until you broke it off. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It it works by allowing a trusted partner to remotely lock and unlock the chamber over Bluetooth. (laughs) 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 That app communicates with a lock using an API, but that API was left open and without a password. Well. (laughs) Allowing anyone to take complete control of any user's device. Uh, and they say, because the bigger thing about this too is why did you make it so difficult to unlock? Like it's an S and M thing. The person is, is consenting to do this. Like you don't need it to actually be like a fucking bike lock, but because the chamber was designed to lock with a metal ring underneath the user's penis, the researchers said it may require the intervention of a heavy duty bolt cutter or an angle grinder. (laughs) 
Oh my god. <laughs> so this it's music you is, want down there. Mm, <laughs> this music is really <laughs> distracting me from the story. I'm I'm just I want to bury white. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Baby gonna so, lock your dick up. What's yeah. the on a Bluetooth? What's the um what's the what's the ability to pee situation There's when you're locked hole. up in this thing? There's oh, okay. a hole. That's always good. There's a That's little, always good. A oh slip. yeah, I just piss out of the hole in my dick cage. It's no problem. Yeah. Pissing that famously precise activity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, like, it's like, well, I'll probably pee and get electric shocked, or you know, somebody will uh, in a van outside will lock my dick cage. Lock up. my dick up. What? Like this is this is actually kind of like we were just talking about, like the Baby tactical uh, picnic yeah. baskets where they, it's like it's like these you know these like uh, tech people or whatever. Why why would you make this so insanely secure and so strong and like hard to take off? It's a fucking sex toy, dude. Like it can be plastic. It doesn't really matter. But they made this shit out of like you know fucking forged aluminum or whatever and now like you need an angle grinder to get it off you don't know what you're you don't know what people are into eli you know you just gotta let them be it's it's perfect for the tech bro who also wants to be dominated yeah are you you tired of your plastic cage are you tired (laughs) of your plastic dick cage let me show you something here it's the dick cage 3000 (laughs) yeah exactly i'm reg smith you might know me from the tactical picnic basket Introducing Does your marine penis shatter dick cages, shatter <laughs> yeah. plastic dick cages. We <laughs> yeah. have the we have the thing for you. The Marine Dick Discovery Center. <laughs> Just retired Marines uh, with PTSD getting work. They're getting marine out there. Dick they're getting work. Discoverycenter.com. Check yeah, it out. Exactly. Uh, it'll be our new Patreon. Do you domain. have a giant marine dick? Are you out of work? Come to the Marines Dick Cage dick Discovery Discovery Center. <laughs> We'll see if you can fuck coolers. Yeah, we'll lock up that hog and see if you can break that cage. Yeah, we throw a we throw a cooler into a a pen of horny marines and see if they can get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, th- and then they advertise that to regular people. It's like, are you are you tired of your plastic dick cages always breaking? Buy the only dick cage tested on U.S. Marines. <laughs> yeah, and. This is another thing. I'm reading more into this uh, thing. Not only is there this glaring security flaw, um, and it's like, dude, they knew about it, too. They were like, <laughs> they have an email about it, like, we're a basement team. When we fix it, it creates more problems. I don't know what the problems it creates are, but it probably can't be as bad as getting your dick hacked, uh, which is what this lets you have. And uh, so there's a lot of reviews that not only is there this glaring security flaw, Apparently the app just kind of sucks and doesn't work. <laughs> and so someone else says, says one user, the app stopped working completely after three days and I am stuck. Oh, so, <laughs> fuck. Not good. Not and good at said, all. I mean, not good at all, guys. <laughs> Somebody else said, got stuck twice when wearing it due to the unreliable app. So yeah. See, this, is, this is what you got to, what you do is you hook up some of these people with some of those bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Cooler busting power. Throw them into yes. the pit at the Bear and Wolf Discovery Center. <laughs> get get them in a full yeah. body suit, but have the dick exposed, and yeah, let the bears work hun- their magic. Squeeze a bunch of honey into the pee hole. Yeah, and toss them in the Grizzly <laughs> and Wolf Discovery Center. Let them try to get that open. That's beautiful. I love it's it. Like, I mean, it is just, just coming back out to just a completely 
just a pile of viscera and then an untouched dick cage. Like, <laughs> well, that did not work. <laughs> we'll cross that one off the list. Um, I would also thank you uh, to Ag- Iguana Helium Cube, the triumphant return uh, for the belt story, and also to Boosie for the raccoons, if you didn't say that. But, yeah, uh, I would I would personally not recommend this. I would stay away from the, yeah, the chastity, uh, the Bluetooth-enabled location-based uh, chastity device. Um, that song yeah. got me wild, and I loved every I loved every part of that. Yeah, we really, yeah, that, that was... Uh, that was great. It feels empty now without it. Yeah, yeah it was beautiful. Um, it really got me into the mindset to talk about other people's dicks getting locked in a Bluetooth-enabled cage. It's just, this thing is like... Everything I read is like, forget the security flaw. This thing is just like very dangerous. Somebody else just said it get worked, like worked, a it worked for just about get a, one with a key. Yeah, and just, just the person can have the key and do it. You know. Get the get the one from fucking Robin Hood Men in Tights. Get the old school big ass you know yeah. locking key. Yeah. Somebody else says I worked for about a month until I almost got stuck in it. Thankfully, it unlocked itself randomly and I was able to get out of it. It left a bad scar that took nearly oh. a month of recovery. Oh. Jesus. It's just like, all right, where are you buying? Like, but you have to assume, like, right? Like, this? if you're if, if if a company has made a Bluetooth enabled penis cage, I think it's a fair assumption to be like, the app probably doesn't work great for this. <laughs> it's probably not yeah. the best. You know, we're not getting U- Uber's like programmers are not on this thing. We're not getting. You know, yeah. you're not getting the top. You're not getting the top level of tech here no no free lunches at the dick cage factory <laughs> no definitely uh, for not. The, <laughs> no catered lunches over there i'm trying to look up the site where you buy it to see like how it's got to be so expensive even, too right oh and that's a dunk there's cellmate chastity cage short model <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> that's mean <laughs> although if you're into it though like maybe that's part of your thing though too oh yeah like i like it's i have the same a tiny as the regular dick one and... it just says that and that's like your it helps you out <laughs> yeah yeah um it's 189 fucking dollars that's actually cheaper than i thought i'll be really? honest in my mind i well, thought it would be more expensive than that yeah plus you can fold you can fold the price into the 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 sub aspect of it too i guess right like oh, i can't believe i spent all this money on this thing and also you know yeah, I mean? i'm you such an really, idiot yeah. i'm such a fucking loser yeah. I have a, i'm a tiny dicked loser who spent two hundred dollars <laughs> on this dick cage we'll just clip that we'll clip that i'm a tiny dick yeah and i can clip me saying it so that's yeah, great there's um, a, I, i'm i didn't say it i'm i'm safe they also yeah. uh, they also advertise their discreet packaging but again maybe that's something that they you don't want maybe you'd be like could you make it extremely extremely creep packaging just a very <laughs> creep yeah. comes from greece yeah. <laughs> yeah it's where the where the minotaur yeah, uh, was exactly. it's the labyrinth yeah. there yeah. Well, this is a bit of a labyrinth in itself it's a little dick labyrinth that you know you're trying to navigate um yeah i i oh this place this is a full on snm site this is their their tagline is "Love hurts." Yikes! Mm. I mean, if you're into it, yeah, well, it, that, that's the thing, thing. You know, but. it's like I, you know, I'm not king shaming anyone, and I never would. But I just, I, I have a. I'll be honest, ladies, if you're listening, I have a cage free penis. <laughs> it's free range. It's, I'm only fo- I'm only fed organic, and I have a girlfriend. Oh, so is that uh, Seinfeld? You know, Did you get that thing in there again? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, it's waterproof, so you could take a bath with it. Um, <laughs> You'd probably want distance. to with all the piss that's most likely stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be lined up perfectly, right? No, so you're going to get some in there. Oh, no question, yeah. right? Like you definitely Everybody's have to stand over lean. the toilet and like kind of shake all the <laughs> piss drops out of the, out of the <laughs> hole, right? Yeah, you just sit. It's like a. It's kind of like a colander. It's like yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just... And when you shake off the the <laughs> lettuce in the colander, the lettuce is still wet. So yeah. keep that. Yeah. So keep that Are in you... mind. What's, I guess either you sit down to pee with this thing on, or I guess you're standing, you kind of straddle the toilet and just kind of let it hang. Yeah, you're not going to use the fucking urinal. That's for sure. I mean, you maybe just you are over. if you want people to see. <laughs> just like, hey, man. What's going on? We get, what's that rig you got going on down there? Exactly. Out of the corner of your eye, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, if I saw this... Before I was like that guy's a chastity S and M person, I would be like that guy has a robot dick. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> definitely like, what I would think too. <laughs> Just be like, whoa! I really would be like, what's the deal with that rig, man? <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, distance is no longer a factor in key holding. No physical keys are needed to enjoy chastity. Authorize a key holder from any part of the world to gain okay, control so, okay, over your cage. There is at least a use case for this, I guess. That, yeah, that, like they, they are, there, there is a, there is theoretically a market for this that we did not uh, sort of analyze. I guess um, someone on a business trip, perhaps. Yeah, it's the person yeah. who met their partner playing World of Warcraft and wants to give them the opportunity to yeah. free them from the guild or whatever. Or these days, yeah. you know, during lockdown, people, you know, you have you, lockdown. You, am I right? Yeah. Well, there you go. The <laughs> yeah, whole new the, meaning. The, I, I, look, I, this is an easy joke, but like the World of Warcraft person being like, yeah, I'm going to make it so you can't have sex because of a dick cage. Like, yeah, because of a dick cage. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think I, you know what? I just realized I've had a dick cage for a while. <laughs> That's the only Actually, reason. The only dick cage yeah. I have is uh, forced upon me by <laughs> my own <laughs> issues. By society, and I have a I have an extended manifesto. You can read about it that I workshopped on a Reddit with some really cool guys that I found online. Um, yeah. So uh, if if you're listening to this and you are going, wow, I get why they're making fun of this, but also I would really love to pick one of these things up. Uh, I would say maybe find a safer one, but uh, if not, check out the Cellmate Chastity Cage. There you go. Short model. Or maybe long model. Good for you. That, that should be Sell one me. of your good, Patreon good goals. If you get to yeah. a certain Patreon no. level, then you will control someone's cage. <laughs> we're not. No, that, that's not. We're not even going to float that. <laughs> I'm floating it right now. What did you say? 1,200 patrons? Uh, uh, 1,250 patrons. Uh, if you have a penis cage, Eli will personally take control of it on the app. Oh, I thought you were saying like if someone's had like a really high Patreon level, if they were like, like for $500 a month, you control the goddamn cage. Oh, no, I was saying, I was saying that you control it for someone else. I don't want any part of either. either (laughs) No, you don't have to lock up your penis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, Yeah, you don't have to lock up your penis. That's fair. You don't have time for that. Well, speaking of not having time, uh, hey, we should, uh, (laughs) Wrap this up. What's uh, John? What do you? One forty-five. Yeah. What do you? What do you got, John? What, what's what? What you got to hey, plug? Hey, 
Thank you. Everyone is so tired from the episode. They're like, okay, I'm done. I don't even want, I don't want to hear any more from this guy. Uh, I do. I'm, I have an album coming out this Friday, October 16th. Uh, it's called long stories for no reason. It's a comedy album that's out on comedy records. Thank you so much. Uh, it'll be on Spotify, Apple music, Pandora, all those great places. Um, and if you're listening now and you have Sirius XM and you just can't handle it and you want to listen to it, you can right now on the Sirius XM on demand app. Um, and yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Cullen the comic. You can listen to my podcast uh, with Stefan Heck called Blocked Party. Both both of you guys have been on the show. So if you're a, a Wattba listener and you want a launching off, a launching off, a launch point, whatever, uh, you know, you can check out those episodes. We did an episode with Kath too. Uh, that's at Blocked Party Pod. Um, and then we also talked about new metal a lot. I have a once a month new metal album review podcast called the POD cast. And you can find that at the POD underscore cast. And we spell cast with a K like corn. Nice. Backwards Sick. or regular? Uh, backwards, obviously. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Very cool. Patty, hey, you got uh, plugs? Huh? Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like we Kathy got... usually carries the plug <laughs> <laughs> part of things. Well, I can do the podcast plugs, and then, yeah, yeah neither of us have. Well, you have something to plug. I do, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, patreon.com slash whatatimepod. We got lots of bonus episodes. <clears throat> um, some really uh, fun ones, especially over the past few months. Um, some really great guests, including, I believe, John, was were you, maybe you were in May? Or, yeah, or it wasn't too long ago when I was on the show. I appreciate you bringing me back. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, so we got some goals coming up. Um, like I said, bonus episodes, Roadhouse commentary track, live show video. Um, Dick but, Cage uh, yeah, Control. What's Dick that? Cage Control. That's at 12. That's right. That's, that's going to be in there now. Nicholas yeah. Cage. Yep, exactly. Yeah, at, uh, at, at 3,000 patrons, uh, we will set up set it up so you can control the Dick Cage for the host of your choice. <laughs> um, no, we will no, not do that. we won't do that. Um, <laughs> at 1,100 patrons... Uh, Eli is going to do uh, an art show of his um, of my uh, fantasy his drawings fantasy. from when I was probably twelve to fourteen years old. His, oh, his baby! Fantasy artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good stuff. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. sure uh, thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at twelve hundred patrons, we are going to uh, uh, do the Death Nut Challenge, which we mentioned before, which is eating a series of increasingly spicy. The nuts. Death Nut Challenge is actually where you get your dick locked in a cage and it's controlled by one of that's the right. That's right. That's right. The dick cage just keeps coming back. Just call back city. <laughs> um, and, a, uh, you are truly rollicking over there, <laughs> like spinning well, around in your chair, like a happy little mischief gremlin. Well, when you said the Death Nut Challenge earlier, I was really trying to like think of a tag for it, and I didn't. So I'm just like really happy that, that I got a second chance and I nailed it. That's really yeah. what it's all about. I'm just very proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, man. You can well, subscribe to our Patreon. We really appreciate it. It will at no point ever give you control over anyone's dick. That's but right. we do appreciate it very much. I want to make that clear. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, yeah, listener support uh, lets us, you know, do the do the show. So we, we do appreciate it. And live. Um, what? And live and pay. And rent, live. So, well, that's yeah. those are the those are yeah. That's yeah. I live. The to show podcast. is life. Um. Yeah, so so that's that, and in 2000 we're going to do the NFL Combine. Um, so we'll, once we get closer to that, we will we will sort of firm that up a little bit more. Um, we got the T Public. We got a bunch of a uh, bunch of cool shirts on there, including 
couple new ones, the Yas Bean and the uh, the Cthulhu Hole, uh, the latter of which was designed by listener Jackopedia, and uh, they're both based on riffs from when Josh Gallman was on the show. So check those out. Link in the description. Um, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, five stars would be great. Or tell your friends. You know, spread the word. Um, link to the Discord in the description as well. To get into the private channels, uh, you got to subscribe at the $10 level. But uh, otherwise, there's a lot of good folks in there. And, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of different channels of stuff to, to chat about during the day and whenever. Um, what a Time Pod on Twitter. What a Time Pod on Instagram. What a Time Podcast at gmail.com. I am Patty Moe on all the stuff, and I don't have anything to plug. Yeah, uh, I'm Elian on Twitter, Chili's Restaurants on Instagram. Um, you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pig underscore dog. I also do a weekly show where I play D&D with some friends as the cast of different TV shows. We are in the middle of a mini campaign where we're playing the King of the Hill characters and some like classic dungeon crawling, so pretty good. Uh, fought an owlbear with uh, Dale Gribble, Hank Hill, and... And such. Uh, that's every Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash tvnd. And um, also I have a substack of cartoons if you would like to subscribe to that. It's at eliuden.substack.com. There are three free cartoons every week. But if you subscribe for $5 a month, um, you will get a cartoon every day in your inbox. That's all my stuff. So there it is, folks. Thanks again, John, for joining us. Uh, Thanks for having me. Let's just say Dick Cage one more time, um, mm-hmm. just to get that out of Dick the way. Dick Cage. <laughs> Locking it up. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.